Here's the Smart Retirement Cast brought to you by Smart Retirement Media. Now, here's your hosts, Mike and Matt. Okay, listeners, we're back for another Smart Retirement Podcast. And I got to tell you, I'm so pumped to do this show, Matt. Yeah, this one's uh, it's a big one, Mike. It's a big one. This one tickles my financial mind. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the idea of, of an equity-based agreement with an investor versus a, a, just a good old-fashioned loan. Because of all the ways that that um, investors can tweak the product. I mean, they can give you sure. exactly what you need. You can go get the money right now. I mean, you can get it like usually investors don't mess around. It's us banks that are like, well, it's going to take about, you know, 45 days. To get <laughs> investors are like, hey, I can get this to you before dinner. Does that work? Like, whoa, exactly. I'm not sure that that's too fast. I feel like I might need to look at the details first. We've got... <laughs> Uh, Michael Lyon, a partner partnership manager at Point Digital Finance, which is a company that sits down with homeowners and talks about how to take an equity position in their home and give you money today for exchange in your equity as it grows over time. They're even going to go into details on this episode about how if the house loses value, they're going to lose value on their position as well. Guys, they give you this money to do whatever you want with it. You want to go buy a Ferrari, do it. Probably going to need a little bit more equity in your home, but the average Joe, they're trying to pay off debt, right? They're trying to clean up that personal budget we always talk about, Matt. They're trying to get some funds in their hands so they can come sit down with you and talk about some more income planning. Absolutely. And this show is going to let you listeners know of a cool way that Matt and I found out how to do it. But before we bring the guest on, we have got to put our birthday hats on. Yes, we do. Because this is <laughs> approximately one year that we've been doing the show. Yep. Bravo. One, one year and here's uh, to you, Matt. our 30th episode. So here's to you, Mike. Here's to you. Here's to you. <laughs> Every two weeks, we crank these suckers out because we love you people. We don't know who you are, but we know you're watching it when you're walking your dog. You know, watching maybe you're uh, out in the garage tinkering on a project or cutting the lawn. And we're committed to helping you. And we're kicking off the new year with this great, great episode. Do us a favor, would you? Would you just scratch our back a little bit? Because we're trying to get more listeners. We believe that, you know, we're on track for the goal we wanted, but we want to have more listeners know about us, download and appreciate us. It gives us uh, people email us more. It gives us more insights on shows. It gives us a more well-rounded idea of how we're doing. So go on to wherever you listen to your podcasts. doesn't have to be Apple. doesn't have to be Stitcher. Give us a five-star review. Um, we've earned it. We've, earned, we've been doing this for a year. We've got every two weeks we're cranking these episodes out. Sure, sometimes Matt's under the weather. That's fine. Sometimes I barely show up to this thing on time. But we still get it done for you, and we post every other Tuesday because – we care about you, and we think this stuff's important. We think a, a smart retirement just makes a better country. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, listeners, just as a reminder, if you want to reach out to us and you've got a question that you want to pose to Mike or, or I, um, you can call in 866-53-RETIRE. Again, that's 866-53-RETIRE. Or you can always shoot us an email at info at 
com. So yeah, as Mike said, just about any of those different forums, we <clears throat> really appreciate the five-star review. It just helps us grow and become more relevant on the retirement topics and all the different things that we discuss on the different channels. So, you know, there, it's hard to advertise for a podcast other than word of mouth. And I think uh, our smart retiree listeners out there, uh, you know, you, you've gotten a good taste of what this show can be and how it could help you and your loved ones and, and or friends. So we would really appreciate that. So outstanding. Well, without further ado, let's take the quick break and get right into the episode. Looking forward to it. Stick around, listeners. We'll be right back after this short break. Honestly, when was the last time you really took a hard look at your retirement plan? With the market the way it's been, it can be easy to become complacent. A new decade is upon us, which comes with a lot of questions. Can the economy and the market continue to grow? What will the next election do to my investments? Is it time to sell my house before the market adjusts to downsize and take advantage of the equity? How can I best maneuver to maximize return? The answer is simple. It never hurts to get a second opinion from a team like Century Financial Consultants. With over 40 years of financial planning experience, Get a free retirement analysis from Century Financial Consultants today to see where you stand and if you're ready for any changes we may face in the coming year. Give Century Financial Consultants a call today at 866-53-RETIRE. That's 866-53-RETIRE. Prepare for an uncertain tomorrow so you can relax and enjoy today. Get a free retirement analysis from Century Financial Consultants by calling 866-53-RETIRE. That's 866-53-RETIRE. Century Financial Consultants, California license numbers 0L23991 and 01756. Central Coast Lending is an equal housing lender, licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act, NMLS number 328358. Mike Points is a licensed loan officer in California, NMLS number 1246224, and is only licensed to offer advice on mortgage products. He is not licensed as an investment advisor. All of the mortgage products Mike Points will discuss on this show are for educational purposes, and these products should be reviewed by a licensed loan officer before taking these mortgages on as your own, as they may not fit your specific situation or needs. Okay, listeners, welcome back to Smart Retirement Podcast. This is the part of the show I've been excited about all week. And in fact, I had the pleasure of chatting with Michael Lyon, Partnership Manager of Point Digital Finance last week in preparation for the show. And I got to tell you, it's just so interesting the, what the service that he offers to homeowners. Um, before we get into those details, Mike, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, Mike. I'm delighted to be here. Thanks for the opportunity. You're from my old stomping grounds, the the peninsula portion of the Bay Area. You're in uh, you're in Danville, correct? Danville, California. Well, I'm in Danville, and, and our office is over in Palo Alto, so we we, we cover the uh, Northern California region quite nicely. Yeah, yeah, and so, you know, I want to make sure the because I never do an excellent or perfect job explaining these unique types of products, Michael. Before we we really get into the meat and potatoes of today's show. Just tell us a little bit about how you position, how, how Point Digital Finance positions themselves with the homeowner and the type of service you offer in the form of equity to people out there. Sure. Well, you're, you're spot on when you say that historically, 
people tend to just lean towards debt. It's what they've been conditioned to, to do, the way they've been conditioned to think. And uh, if you know a little bit about the commercial real estate space and the JV uh, transactional platform, you'd know that uh, equity and debt, a combination of equity and debt, has been prevalent for quite some time. And you know, yep. we're delighted to bring it to the residential space. Uh, we, uh, we invest in a single family, owner and non-owner, uh, one to four. And essentially at a very high level, we allow homeowners to leverage or access a portion of the equity in their property and do whatever they wish with the money. And our agreement is 30 years in length. And during that time in which they drive that ship, we don't take any ownership of the property. We're just simply an investor right alongside them going forward. Yeah. During that 30 year period, they choose when to end the agreement, whenever's right for their family. And during that term, there's no monthly payments. So they do not have to debt service the equity that they've accessed. Yeah. I mean, so just to kind of boil it down, your company will talk through a proposal and basically purchase a fraction of the homeowner's equity. You'll take a slice of that and then you'll convert that fraction of equity into cash. You'll give them cash today. That's spot on, Mike. That's exactly what we do. So it's, it's to pay off bills. It's rainy day reserves. It's retirement savings. You're not like me and that you get uh, really nitpicky about where the money's going. You're just saying, hey, we want to be a partner in the asset that you have, whether it's in Northern California or Central Coast California or Southern California. And I think you probably do a couple other states. But yeah, I, I, yeah. so I'm sorry. We're, we're currently investing in 17 states. And, yeah. and you're right on. I mean, as a lender, you know that typically, especially post Dodd-Frank as a lender, you sort of, uh, and a client looking to acquire debt, you either sort of fit into that round hole or you don't, right? And yep. uh, we think very differently. We think about uh, the, the fact that life happens to people. Yeah. They don't always have a perfect credit score. Their debt to income ratio isn't always in line. They may be retired or in business for themselves or whatever the dynamic might be. That's where we play a big part in, in helping them with their needs. What's so fascinating to me is like, you know, a guy I've spoken to you. I mean, you're, you speak extremely well. You know the product inside and out. Like, why would you? I mean, I know the answer to this, but why would you? go to the equity side of things, which is a very, very much smaller portion of the market than the debt side of things. Is it because they're guys like us just roll off a truck every day? Or is it because you really do like that piece of the real estate finance world? Well, it's a great question. Um, you know, I owned a mortgage company in Northern California for 20 years in a previous life. And so <laughs> I bet you very, did. Very, very familiar <laughs> with, with, with your end of the end of the business. Uh, uh, about 13 years ago, I decided that I wanted to do something a little different. Uh, I was ready for a change and uh, was asked to work, go to work for a startup in San Francisco on uh, a similar platform, and, and I fell in love with it. And uh, it's just uh, I, I very much enjoy understanding what, uh, what folks are going through and trying to figure out a way to, uh, to make, them, uh, make them whole and, and get them to the place they want to get to. I think that's great. And I want to make sure listeners one more time that, that 
Michael's product is is nothing like alone. It's um, in fact, we're going to get into we're going to spend a significant period of time during this show today going through a couple different scenarios. Right, Mike? We will. And um, I just want to make sure you you put the right thinking cap on. You're looking through the right lens when you're listening to this show. This is a way to have a partnership with someone that will give you cash today, no payments. And just think about the types of scenarios you've tried to solve with a, with typical debt. And like Mike mentioned, the Dodd-Frank Act and the guidelines of today's lending world can get in the way of you doing that. I mean, it could be paying for college for your kids, paying for college for your grandkids. We talked about that last episode. Check that out. It's a great episode um, where Matt and I talk about college savings and different ways to finance college. It could be for buying that motorhome you've been wanting to buy, but you don't want the $700, $800 a month payment. And you're so, you're so flush. You know, usually these, your clients, Mike, are cash, excuse me, real estate rich and maybe cash poor, right? No question. I mean, we all know that the great majority of wealth in this country is tied up in real estate, which essentially for many people, it has become an illiquid asset. We're solving that. Yeah. I mean, we got a little bit of background about you, Mike, but, um, you know, one of the things I loved about chatting with you last week, and you've already said it again today, is you really do care about helping people. Um, the balance sheet of today in America, so much of it is in real estate and so much of it is complicated for people to touch. So I want to go through a couple scenarios with you today. I think we, I think we agreed that we would take a typical $500,000 home and go through the three different scenarios. I'm going to let you take the mic over and run this, but I'm certainly going to chime in because I, I know I'm going to have questions. Um, I just want listeners to really see how this all would flow in contrast with what the typical bank transaction would be. Sure. Uh, thanks, Mike. Delighted to do it. So first, I think off the top, uh, we should talk a little bit about sort of our basic qualifiers and the way we think. Great. So the very first thing we do is we get your home pre-approved very quickly for a point investment. So you're not wasting time. You're not, uh, you're not sitting around and hoping someone will call you back in days. We do that very quickly. The second thing we do is ascertain what your credit score might be. And it's, it's, uh, we go down all the way to a 600 credit score. So we're not looking for perfect credit. Right. Mortgage rates are okay. We don't require liquid assets. We rarely uh, compile a debt to income ratio. So that's great for folks that are, self-employed, write everything off or retired or what have you. So let me ask you a quick question, Mike. Super sure. prudent, very prudent. Um, what if the homeowner has been on deferment due to the pandemic? Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, reading some stats the other day that uh, we're, we're thinking that potentially 10% of the country uh, is currently in, in some level of deferral, deferment. So we will work with those clients. Uh, absolutely. It's outstanding. Um, we're it's hoping, outstanding. We're hoping that the banks... I uh, have done what they were instructed to do and to not report those, those, those deferrals as being late. Um, yeah. We were in the initial stages of, of, of starting to hope, hope to see that, but we yep. will definitely help folks. They would need to get out of the deferral um, with a portion of our cash, or if there was enough room relative to loan to value, we could actually have them added to the back of the, of the balance as well. So a couple different ways to think about that, but here, the bottom line is we're here to help. I didn't mean to get you off course. Thank you for answering that. I think yeah, that's important to everyone in the country. That's my pleasure. So once we get you pre-approved, which again is a very quick process, 
Um, let's get into sort of what the average client would look like. And we're going to use very simple numbers. So let's imagine that you're the owner of a piece of real estate, uh, owner or non-owner occupied, and the uh, value of that property is half a million dollars, $500,000. Let's further imagine that you've got one mortgage on that property and the balance on that mortgage is 300,000. So that would represent a 60% uh, loan to value ratio. Mm -hmm. And after talking to you, you uh, tell me that your need for whatever that need might be, it doesn't matter to us, use the money for whatever you like is 50,000. So 50,000 represents 10% yep. of the 500,000. The That's the equity stake that you were talking about earlier, Mike. Yep. So to determine our share going forward as it relates to our partnership, uh, we typically apply a 3x ratio or three times our percentage investment in the property. So we've just established that our percentage investment in the property is 10%. So if we apply a 3x multiplier three times, that moves us to a point share of 30%, right? So that's how we establish what our share is. The less we give them, the less we have at risk and the less of a partnership we, we require. And conversely, the more we give them, the more risk we have, and therefore the higher the partnership would be. Um, the uh, fact that we allow the homeowner to end our agreement anytime they wish, day one, all, th all the way through the end of the 30th year, presents a lot of risk to our investor because they're not getting a payment like a bank does. The homeowner's driving the ship around when the agreement ends. So there's all sorts of appraisal variance risk, meaning getting, getting the appraisal right going in. We see a lot of variance there. There's a COVID style risk, which we're seeing now that you know throws many situations up in the air from an economic perspective. There's seasonal uh, volatility or variation, meaning that the homeowner could choose to end the agreement in the middle of a the middle of the December versus uh, middle of April. So in order to accommodate for that, we do two things. The first thing we do is we discount the home value as it relates to where we put our stake in the sand. And we typically, for our average customer who has a credit score at 650 or above, we typically discount at 20%. So in this case, if we discounted an appraised value of 500, 20%, we would put the stake in the sand at 400000 Now, again, that protects our investor should there be any significant occurrence that uh, uh, arbitrarily affects home values in a very uh, uh, negative way. The flip side of that coin is we protect the homeowner by establishing a cap relative to our investor's return to protect the homeowner should there be any short-term appreciation by virtue of a Google campus going nearby, something like that. So let's hey, go. Hey, Mike, Mike, yeah. let's mm -hmm. take a quick break. Not, not a break from the show, but I want to just pause on you're you're touching on three very important topics really quick. And I want to make sure that it's sinking in. So the first thing you said is a three X ratio. So a three X ratio means that, um, if someone was to sell you 10% of their home, they would really be giving up a maximum of 30%. Is that correct? Did I understand that correctly? That is correct. So you're getting, yeah, I mean, yeah. So just explain to me really quick why that's, 
still attractive. Most people would be like, uh, yeah, that seems like a really good deal for you, Mike. <laughs> well, and it, it might be, right? So it, it's, uh, it all goes back to need. It goes back to the individual homeowner's scenario and what they're looking to accomplish. You know, the, the realities are that there, there's no inalienable right that says that home values must always go north. We've seen home values go south post the mortgage meltdown and the bubble. You mean uh, the year that you started in this industry? <laughs> yeah, that, that's exactly right. Right. Um, so right. we've seen that. And believe me, I've been uh, sitting with investors where uh, they lost their entire investment um, due to that scenario. So, yeah, a lot of our listeners, we brought on different types of investment type of uh, products and, and companies. So they're familiar. I'm glad the way you're explaining it. They're familiar with the other side of the table, balancing or mitigating their risk. Because, you know, our, a lot of our listeners are all about not losing any principal, you know, or making sure that they have their assets. If they don't get a great return, they don't lose assets. So I just wanted to make sure that sunk in a 3x ratio. That's a pretty much straight across the board what you guys do. Yes. Uh, typically okay. ranges between 2.5x and 3. I would prefer to talk about the top side of that as well as it makes it easier to, to explain just staying with a straight 3x. Sure. And then the discount happens on top of that. So or in it or um or those are not mutu those are mutually exclusive they are mutually exclusive got it got it that i wanted to clear up because it sounds like that's two scenarios now where you've improved your risk averse uh position um to the listeners so then the cap tell us about the cap yes so we have many circumstances where uh, a homeowner comes to us with a short term need um, so, for example, someone's looking to buy it, to sell their home. Their realtor comes in and said, you know what? If you put 50 grand into this home, we could get you an extra hundred, right? By virtue of, 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 of making it comparable to other properties in the neighborhood. So the homeowner, not wanting to have to debt service that 50 grand, perhaps wanting to, uh, you know, because they're putting other, other stuff into the, other monies into the property and so forth. They come to us, we give them the 50, they, they fix up the house, they put the house on the market, they sell it. And instead of sharing in 30% of the increased value by virtue of that home improvement they've just done, the homeowner cap kicks in, uh, which is typically a seven, 16 to 17% compounded annual based on the amount we gave them. So... That gotcha. kicks in over a very short period of time, and we always take the lesser of. So when the homeowner gotcha. is looking to end our agreement, we're going to work two calculations, one based on the 30% or the 3x multiplier, and one based on the, the homeowner cap. We always take the lesser of. So many, many times that, that homeowner cap kicks in and protects the, the homeowner, you know, such as in the case I just, uh, just, just gave you an example of. Yes, yes. And I could see that being a very common use right there, what you explained, or, um, you know, cleaning up some debt before you go and sell the house in the next year or two years. Or even better, Mike, where I get a lot of referrals is I get a call from a loan officer such as yourself. Someone's come to them for a, a rate and term refi and today's using today's wonderful rates. And 
They've put they've uh, managed to acquire a bunch of retail debt, and the debt to income debt to income ratio just doesn't fly. They can't. The capacity is not there for them, and so they've got plenty of equity. LO reaches my way. We get a point agreement in place. We pay off all their debt. Uh, six months go by. The credit score goes way up. The DTI goes way down. Right. right. They go back and they do a little bit of a cash out refi and get rid of us. So it's just uh, it's a great opportunity. That's great. I, I derailed you on your first scenario. So here we are with a 60 loan to, 60% loan to value on a $500,000 house and they want $50,000. So um, walk us through how the rest of that transaction works out. You bet. So uh, as you've just mentioned, um, they want 50 grand against a $500,000 value. Uh, we've discounted the home value to 400,000, a 20% haircut relative to where we put our stake in the sand. Yeah, uh, they we they get their money, use the money for whatever they want. They choose to end the agreement whenever they want. No payments during that time. But let's just imagine that we're 10 years downstream now. Uh, they'd use that 50 grand, hopefully improve their life with it in some way, shape or form. And they're now going to sell the property. Well, clearly, there are only three things that could have happened to the value of that home. Uh, during that time frame. First of all, obviously, the home could have appreciated. And let's imagine, again, keeping numbers very simple, that the home had appreciated from five hundred dollars to $600,000. And that's what they're selling it for. And they get into contract. Yep. So out of escrow, what would point be owed? Well, we would be owed in this example, we would be owed our original investment of fifty grand, And we would be owed a return, which would be defined as the difference between the 400000 where we placed our stake in the sand and what they're selling it at. Well, that increase is $200,000. 30% of that is 60000 So out of a $600,000 sale price, out of that escrow point would be owed a total of one ten. Right. If invested, a $60,000 return over that 10 years, the rest of the equity is the homeowner. And of course, they had our fifty grand, right? So that would be what it would look like should the property appreciate. Now, let's just imagine. Sidebar question on that. Yeah, oh, you're probably going to answer it. Keep going. Okay. Uh, let's imagine that uh, the home is being sold 10 years into the future and it, it uh, has not increased in value. Perhaps it's gone up and down over time, but perhaps we're in a bit of a down market and it's worth exactly what it was from an appraisal perspective. And that's what they sell it for at 500000 now, hey, Mike, case, Mike, yeah. you're going to go into scenario two. So I want to ask this question now when we're still in scenario one, the one where they'd appreciated and you took the 60,000 initial back plus the plus the um, appreciation of 50,000. Mm -hmm. I would imagine that um, I would imagine that point is going to pay the capital gains on that because they share in that winning, don't they? Yeah, that's a great that's a great question, Mike. And I need to give you a disclaimer that I am not licensed to give tax advice. Sure. Uh, that disclaimer being made, obviously, you can imagine that we've done a tremendous amount of research, internal and external, around this. So I'll answer it this way: Our agreement is a real estate option. It is a pure real estate option. Ah. The option may never be exercised. By virtue of that, the IRS treats pure real estate options as open-ended. 
because they may never be exercised. Open-ended until they are exercised. The time of sale, there would be a game. There would be two parties involved in that game. There would be the homeowner, and they would have their game, presumably based on long-term capital gains laws at that time. They would have basis involved, plus improvements, etc. They would deal with their side of it. Point right. will also have gain relative to our share of that gain, and we will pay long-term capital gains on our share. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, we you can't do this in 25 minutes, but I know I'm making you go through like a semester's worth of information in half an hour, but I think that there, there are some, there's some, with this option investment, you know, there's basically you're taking on a tax deferred payment at the point in which time the, the home sells. Now, if you get paid off, that's different, right? I mean, that's not the same as a sale. It would not be the same as a sale. That's correct. There would yes. be adjustments made at time of sale downstream based on the time in which you paid us off. And it would be, you know, we'd be, we would uh, uh, memorialize everything for you as it relates to that payoff to then yeah. have when you sell. Just like a reconveyance on a note, a debt note there, you guys would no longer have obligation or, you know, or the, the agreement would be canceled. The equity agreement would be done. Correct. In, in, a, in a payoff situ situation. That's right. Yeah. So so now we're on to option two. But what we're going to do, Mike, really quick, I'm going to I'm going to let you come back and finish. I want to take a quick break just so that um, our our listeners can have this all sink in. They're probably going to need to get another quick cup of coffee, you know, and then uh, we'll be right back from a commercial break. So, Mike, if that's OK with you, we're going to let our sponsors talk for just a minute and we'll have you right back on. Sounds great. OK, Matt, take us away. Hey guys, Mike Points, co-host of Smart Retirement Podcast and a licensed loan officer. Let me ask you a question. When is the last time you sat down with your mortgage officer to discuss how your mortgage is going to affect you during retirement or how the current products and laws out there now are different from when you originally got your mortgage? Allow my team of retirement specialists and myself to put together a proposal for you that shows all of the different products and options you have right now. This is something we can implement in the next one to two months that helps you improve your current situation. If you're not able to remove your mortgage payment with your current mortgage, if you're not able to tap into the liquidity, and if you're not able to prepare better for healthcare costs, I want to show you how we can do that. So please contact me by calling 866-53-RETIRE, option two. Once again, that's 866-53-RETIRE, option two, or contact me at info at smartretirementcast.com. Look forward to hearing from you soon. And MLS number 1246224. Okay, listeners, last segment of the show here, just a couple more minutes, maybe 10 at the max. Um, we had to 
give Mike a little break there and give him some water because we had him talking about all of these scenarios for you where um, he's happy to elaborate more on. But Mike, what I loved about just this concept and the reason why I had you on the show in the very first place is because you guys, unlike, I mean, banks put themselves at risk, but they have collateral. You guys are putting yourself at risk just for the amount that you gave to the homeowner. So it's almost like a home equity line or, you know, like a private loan with some collateral tied to the appreciation. So, you know, when listeners heard you talking about maybe a 3x ratio or, or discounting the actual appraisal value of the home, it's because you, you don't have the typical deed of trust relationship like a bank would, do you? Well, we do record a deed of trust or a mortgage. I mean, that's... Oh, you do? We do, certainly. Um, we have to perfect our agreement. So Good. we record... It's securitized. Yeah, we, we, we record a deed of trust and a memorandum of our option. Those would be... Uh, typically uh, in junior lien position to the superior uh, first mortgage lien. Okay. So listeners, what that means just really quick is when you go to do a refinance or sell your home to the Joneses, the escrow team and title team is going to pull up a preliminary title report. They're going to see your mortgage, if there is one, the normal one you're used to paying. Plus they'll see this second deed of trust in California um, for Mike's company, which would be Point Digital Finance. So it's it just a, as we go into these other scenarios, Mike, um, you know, please just help us recap on the, the basics. You know, the home value is half a million. Is that correct? Yeah. So I'll recap. Um, home value is 500,000. Uh, homeowner has a mortgage at 300,000. So 60% loan to value. Homeowner wants $50,000 from us. We do the pre-qualification relative to the property and the homeowner at a very basic level to determine if they're uh, a candidate. And if so, then we, uh, we will discount the home value from uh, 500 to 400, 20% is our typical discount. And that's where we put our stake in the sand as it relates to where we go from a sharing perspective forward. That is to protect our investors against significant risk that they're entertaining because of the fact they're not getting a monthly payment and the fact that you as a homeowner get to choose when the agreement ends all the way up to 30 years into the future. And then we also have a homeowner cap, which protects you should there be any significant short-term uh, appreciation or if you have a short-term exit strategy, whether it be selling the home short-term, whether it be paying off debt so you can do a cash-out refi, whatever it might be that protects you because we always take the lesser of the two. In our first example, we had a Home price, this is a sale now in 10 years. We had a home price, uh, home sale price of 600000 A point was owed at that point, their original investment of 50000 A plus 30%, 3x multiplier, because we invested 10% of the home value, 50 grand. 30% of the difference between 400, where we put our stake in the sand, and your sales price is 600000 So 30% of that $200,000 gain is. 60,000. So we would be owed a total of 110. 60 earned against a $50,000 investment over that 10 year period. So that's uh, a, what the scenario would look like should the property appreciate. However, right. there's no guarantee, of course, that that uh, may or may not happen. We all hope it does. But if it didn't, and imagine we were in a recession or the house, the housing prices were down and 
10 years later, your house is worth exactly what it was when you entered into the point agreement. In that case, the house would have increased only 100,000 relative to where we put our stake in the sand. Remember, we discounted it to 400, so now there's a $100,000 gap. So point would be owed 30% of that. So we would be owed our original 50 plus 30% of the difference between the 400 and the 500. So a total of 80 would be owed to point under a scenario where the property was worth exactly what it appraised for 10 years earlier. That's scenario number two. Scenario number three would be if the home price happened to drop uh, to where our stake in the sand was placed, as an example. So in this example, I'm going to presume a $400,000 home value. That's exactly where we put our stake in the sand. If that was the case, Point would not earn one penny on their $50,000. We would simply be owed what we invested 10 years earlier. And in the unlikely event that the home price dropped below that 400, we would start sharing in that loss with you at 30% of that differential below the 400,000. Yep. And uh, in the worst case scenarios, of course, where there was a short sale, we would simply walk away because we would right. have no equity protection, no return available. I think it's so important to explain that third example, not, not just because you need to get that out into public, but it's, it's so important to let these potential consumers know that that's the real risk you're taking on with your investors. I mean, you have, there is no crystal ball. We are in a 12 year bull run with regards to real estate. Um, excuse me, not 12. Um, I'd say about an eight or nine year with regards to real estate where every year it's just been cha-ching, you know, five, 7%. Three years ago, it was 10% here in California on the central coast. Some parts of California are just astronomically like where you're at, Mike, in the Bay area and especially the peninsula, the, the, I mean, you can't sell, you can't list a house. You don't, people don't even put signs out on the front door anymore because they can't get them into the ground before the house is sold over asking price. So that's not always going to be the case. Um, and, and obviously as we are getting closer to wrapping up here, Mike, there's certain particular details that you'll go over with the individual consumer as to where your loan to value maximum is or where your leverage maximum is on the house if they have an existing mortgage. You mentioned it earlier in the show. I think it's worth bringing up again. You do deals with people that have 600 FICO scores. Um, I'm looking at your flyer here. You do deals with people that don't show or report income. You know, it, it, every deal out there could be discussed with you and is potentially on the table. Right, Mike? I agree with that. I mean, the, uh, it's all if they have equity, <laughs> they have to have equity. Yeah, they do. They do. I mean, my typical client, uh, has a 40% equity position or better in their property. And, uh, and something has happened whereby they either can't qualify for traditional debt for some reason, or they simply don't want traditional debt in their life. And we run into that a lot with folks in their fifties that are starting to think about retirement. Yeah, And uh, they don't want an uh, equity line that recasts during the time that they've retired. I mean, we we take a lot of those out where the equity line is recasting and uh, their payments going up four to five X every month because of it. 
uh, and they don't have the income to qualify to take it out anymore. So a lot of different needs and value props, Mike. Very cool stuff. Um, Mike, so what I'd like to do here is I'm going to tell our listeners that, um, and stop me if I'm wrong here, because um, I'm, I'm going out on a limb and asking some permission here. I'm going to have our listeners contact us today that have listened to this show and said, I got to take a stab at this. I've just got rejected at such and such bank, or I just don't want to go through the hassle of guidelines because these people, you know, I need something speedy. I don't want to go through each year of tax returns. It's just not in my um, nature to do that. I want to work with someone that understands I've got a ton of equity and will give me a deal that I want. Contact us here at 866-53-RETIRE. Go ahead and press option two. That'll be Mike Points with Central Coast Lending. I'll just make sure that um, we understand your request properly. I'll get you over in touch with Michael Lyon. And um, and Michael, if you don't mind, I'd, I'd like to offer to our listeners today that you'd give a, a free sit down, maybe 15 minutes of your time to hear their scenario and discuss all the details and how you would potentially propose an offer to them. Oh, I'd love to do it. And, and I'll, I'll, I'll double that time frame, whatever it takes. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Whatever, Great. whatever it takes to get to know them and, and really uncover what they're trying to accomplish. And, and I don't always tell somebody what they want to hear, but they will know uh, whether or not point is an option. And, and if it is, and if it isn't, I'll tell them why and what I would do as well. Always, always thinking about what I would do if it was my mom or dad on the phone with me. Yeah, I, I learned early on in my career, I had a great mentor in the insurance business um, before I sold that practice and got into this mortgage game. Um, is it's, it's so simple, but you know, taking care of people will inevitably just help you take care of yourself. And, and I think that's great. Matt, I've seen Matt, we've gone through workshops together and I've seen him sit down with people and pull out all their old annuities and, you know, cockamamie policies that don't really report correctly anymore. And, and the guy or the gal that helped them is they live in Bermuda or, you know, like it's just this industry is it's complicated. The financial service industry, it's not something that's taught to us in school, which is really why Matt and I decided to do this show. And Matt, oh, wait, never mind. We talked about it in the intro. We are a year anniversary. Yes, that's yep, right. We are. Um, so Congrats. Mike, Mike, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, very interesting topic. Very interesting topic. And um, we'll be in touch. Listeners, please, again, dial 866-53-RETIRE. Option two, we'll put you in touch with Mike Lyons. Um, and we can talk about this equity option where lending is not even on the table. It would be an equity position option from from point. And uh, Mike, anything you want to say before we, we adjourn today? Well, thanks. Uh, I just want to offer my thanks to both of you. It's been uh, it's been great and uh, uh, delighted to have joined you and talked about our, our program and, and what equity finance is all about. Absolutely. Well, um, Matt's having some connection difficulties, so I'm going to say his famous tagline to get us off the show here. Listeners, go out there and make the rest of your life the best of your life. Thanks for listening and stay well.
The opinions voiced in this podcast are for general information only and are not intended to provide or construed as providing specific investment advice. Any economic forecast set forth in this podcast may not develop as predicted, and there can be no guarantee the strategies promoted will be successful. All performance reference is historical and is no guarantee of future results. Investing involves risks, including the potential loss of principal. No investment strategy or risk management technique can guarantee return or eliminate risk in all market environments. Thanks for tuning into this podcast. California license number 0175638 and MLS number 1246224. Thank you.